Hey mama, I'm Ashley, and this is the Maverick Mompreneur Podcast, where you're free and encouraged to own your desire to create and scale an impactful, discoverable online brand and business in the midst of motherhood. A business that's aligned with your mission, lifestyle desires, personality, and zone of genius without wasting your time on the hustle and grind hamster wheel that is social media. Can I get an amen? Sis, you are a maverick, an original, willing to stand out in your authenticity, defy expectations, and do life and business outside the box. In our world, if it's not aligned with who we are, it's a hard pass or a brave pivot. So if you're here for the powerful identity shift and transformation from boss babe or boss mom to aligned CEO, building a one-of-a-kind, influential, hustle-free online business that will produce long-term impact and multiple streams of income through SEO, affiliate marketing, and courses while building yourself in the process, well, pop in those AirPods, grab that cup of coffee or glass of wine, and let's get growing. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Maverick Mompreneur podcast. I'm your host, Ashley, and I am so glad you're here. We are going to talk about a topic that holds back so many entrepreneurs, and that is fears of selling. So this could be affiliate products. This could be selling your own offers. Both of those have different types of fears, and some of them are the same. So we're going to explore some strategies that can help you to get past these fears and really just make them totally irrelevant to your online sales success. So today's podcast episode really could be broken down into about five podcasts. So just know that I'm going to give you an overview of a lot of these aspects. This episode actually came out of me asking a question both in my Instagram stories and then also in my Facebook group Elevate Academy on what are the fears that my people have when it comes to selling, whether affiliate products or their own offer. And so some of the themes that came out in the fears that they had were a lot of people had fears around having done things the quote unquote wrong way in the past. So in a way that doesn't feel aligned for them anymore. And in some cases never did. For many of these women, it was experiences with network marketing where they were doing things like cold messaging and hey girl and hunting this and hunting that. And now they don't feel like their audience can respect them. They feel like they might have burned bridges with their audience, that their audience doesn't trust them. They've seen them pivot way too many times. And so they're worried about having that trust with their audience. They're worried about having burned bridges, doing things in a way that they don't feel good about anymore. The other theme that came up was related to that, and that's fear of feeling or being perceived as spammy or salesy or icky. And so I'm hoping that by giving you some sales psychology 101, talking about the importance of building trust and credibility and how you can do that, even if you have broken that in the past, I mean, to a point, obviously, but I don't think anyone that I'm speaking to is beyond on the point of repairing your relationship with your audience, both your past audience and also creating a new audience. And then we're going to talk about the importance of creating irresistible offers, whether that's around an affiliate product or that's your own product, your own offer. We're going to talk about effective communication, storytelling, and even a little bit of persuasion. So if you are someone who's ever worried about sounding fake or spammy, or you're nervous about how you've done things in the past, get ready to put those fears to rest, sister. If you're here for that, grab something to take notes with and let's get right into it. 
Hi friend, are you looking to take your business to the next level in the second half of 2023? Well, I have something really exciting to tell you about. I am so stoked to announce that the waitlist for my signature 12 week mastermind social seller to CEO Academy cohort four is officially open. Now, if you don't know, the Social Seller to CEO Academy is a comprehensive 12-week program designed to help guide female online entrepreneurs like you in setting up systems for automated communication, marketing, and sales. But that's not all. We then empower you to create your own irresistible offers as an additional stream of brand revenue. So whether that's coaching or consultation, whether that's a membership, whether that's a digital course or a group program, this program guides you through creating and launching your own offers. Imagine having all the tools you needed and all the strategies to streamline your business processes, reach a wider audience and skyrocket your revenue. The Social Seller to CEO Academy will be your roadmap. We're going to go over how to develop high value products, offers, services that align with your existing brand and will be able to help you generate a steady stream of revenue alongside of, in addition to, or replacing whatever it is that you have going on. And the best part of this program is that you will not be going through this journey of learning alone. The Social Seller to CEO Academy is going to be a community of like-minded female entrepreneurs where you're going to be able to receive guidance. You're going to be able to ask questions to get answers every day. You're going to have support and accountability every step of the way. Together, we'll be celebrating wins. We're going to overcome challenges, tech blocks, mindset blocks, and propel one another towards that next level in business. By joining the waitlist, you will get access to exclusive bonuses. You'll also be the first to know when enrollment opens. This program is now offered only one time per year. So you don't want to miss this opportunity to transform your business going into the next year. This will not be run again for six to nine months after this next round opens up in the end of 2023. So if you're interested in getting on that wait list, head over to socialseller2ceoacademy.com to learn more and join our wait list today. Spaces for the program are limited, so don't delay. Get yourself on that wait list. I cannot wait to work with the women who are ready to elevate their brand from social seller to CEO, creating exceptional offers and truly being the boss of your brand and business. burn trust with your audience? How do you overcome those past mistakes that we've all made in some way, shape, or form in business or life and build that trust again. So firstly, sometimes we get more in our heads than anyone else could possibly ever be thinking about us when it comes to these things. So all of those doubts and fears that you have about your credibility, they may not be as big of an issue as you think that they are. And it's really important to remember that making mistakes is part of the journey and that no one just arrives with out learning and evolving and growing from all of those mistakes that we make. So I know there was about a year there where I stopped building my social selling business in the way that I knew how to build and wanted to build, which was through digital marketing and sales funnels. 
And I decided that I wanted to do everything duplicatable. And so I did everything that the big guru influencers and uplines were telling me to do. And it was working for them or had worked for them in the past because it was a different time period and, or they had a lot of influence in the industry. And unfortunately it took me a while to figure this out because I too had influence coming from being a blogger and influencer. So I did a lot of cold reach outs and not necessarily cold reach outs, but reaching out to people who hadn't necessarily raised their hand to indicate that they were interested in my opportunity or my products. But I would do a lot of ATMing and DMing and fake social touches and things that now I would say I feel a lot of shame around, but I don't because I know better and now I do better. And when I say know better, I know what is better for me and what feels more aligned. For some people, those very same practices may not feel misaligned. For me, they did. And for me, they felt disingenuous to the kind of connections that I want to make with my audience and the way that I want to sell, which is very different than the way that I did things that year. But I do remember feeling those fears of, oh my gosh, how embarrassing people are, you know, thinking of me as this person who is constantly a bugaboo and reaching out and following up. And even though probably most people didn't perceive it that way. I know that there were some and it definitely made me feel self-conscious. So I want to give you some advice on how to get past that hump and continue to show up and sell in a way that feels good and without fear of people feeling like you've just made one too many pivots before landing in your current business or that you did these abhorrent practices that were so annoying and so therefore you have no credibility. So let's talk about rebuilding trust in your brand. The number one way to do this, and I think this is gonna be sort of like a duh moment, but it's to focus on delivering high quality content and value to your current audience. There are going to be people, haters, we'll call them haters, because at this point, if you are trying to do a mea culpa and rebuild trust in your brand and show your expertise, show your dedication to helping your audience, there are gonna be some people who are going to see you as that girl or that person who did those things, and that's just not your person. So one piece of advice is to try as much as possible to remember that that is a possibility, but if someone doesn't come around to your authenticity and to you being who you are now and being the person you are now, showing where you're going, showing the value you provide in the present, then that's their issue and really not something that you need to be concerning yourself with. You have people that you're meant to serve that maybe weren't even in your audience back in the day, back at that time. I think something powerful that we can do in life and in business is kind of calling out the elephant in the room, if you will. Acknowledge your past, stay authentic to who you are. You can even address those mistakes that you feel you've made openly and honestly with your audience, which is going to show them your your real genuine personal growth and how you've learned from those experiences. And if you can show how you learn from those experiences to provide even more value and better service to them now, that's amazing. And so don't shy away from, if you feel aligned, 
talking about your past mistakes and why you do things differently now. You never know how many other people you can connect with that are in that same exact spot or who didn't even realize they're in that spot. So your acknowledgement of your past, you staying authentic, you continuing to deliver consistent value is really going to help you to overcome your fears because you're going to feel that you are gaining the trust of your current audience and maybe even repairing some of the trust that may have been broken with people who are in your audience during those days. So one powerful psychological tool that can really impact the perception of you and your offers, whether those are affiliate offers or whether those are your own offers is social proof. So social proof can be your own testimonial. So if you're new and you're starting out the results that you've gotten yourself as your first client, and then even better, a step beyond that is the social proof of results that you've gotten your clients, other people. So when potential customers see that others have had a positive experience with you, the products that you share, your services, they are going to be more likely to trust and believe in what you have to offer regardless of the past. So one thing that I would always encourage you to do, and I can't stress this enough is encourage your satisfied clients and your satisfied customers to share their testimonials or reviews, and then make sure that you are showcasing those on your website, on your sales pages, in your stories, wherever you are marketing, make sure to share those because that is going to be one of the most powerful sales tools that you have. Another aspect of sales psychology is utilizing buying triggers, things like scarcity and urgency. So us humans tend to place a higher value on things that are limited or there's some sort of time sensitivity. So by creating a sense of urgency or scarcity, that's actually real. So you don't want to make this up around your offers, whether those are affiliate products with exclusive bonuses that you throw in, whether they're your own offers, with time sensitive bonuses, limited spots, things like that, you can tap into that psychological principle and that's going to motivate your potential customers to take action. So what I'm doing right now is giving you tools to equip you to be a better online salesperson in general. And I hope that the more and more that you learn, and this has been true for myself, the more and more that you learn about sales and being effective in your sales, the more confident you feel and the more confident you feel, the more confidence you project online and people can sense that if you're feeling confident in what you're selling and how you're selling it in the way that you're coming across, that's going to inspire trust from your audience as well. So another really highly effective sales tactic. And really it's just in your marketing in general, in connecting with people online and offline is storytelling and effective communication. Stories are what we connect with. This is what builds trust. This is what builds credibility. Notice that when I am sharing these principles with you, I'm also weaving in my own experience with this, my own story so that you can see me within these things. And then hopefully you can also see parts of my story, you within that, right? So by sharing parts of your story or someone else's story around your offers, again, incorporating that social proof as well, you can captivate your audience and really make an emotional 
connection with them. If you can get really good at using storytelling to showcase the value and the benefits of your offers or of your affiliate products in a way that's going to resonate with your audience, you're going to crush it in online sales. Because at the end of the day, it's not just the products or the services that you're selling, but it really is about the relationship that you establish with your customers. So one exercise that you can do is to think about your product or your products, your service, your coaching package, your course, think about stories that can highlight the problems that your audience faces and how those products or services or offers can help solve those problems so that you can capture someone's attention with a problem that they have had and then you come in with that solution being your product or your service. If you just start blanket talking about your product, your service, your course, whatever it is, and they their attention hasn't been captured, they don't have that sense of what's in it for me, why is this important to my life, to my health, to my relationship, to my business, depending on your niche, then they're gonna be way less inclined to continue listening to what you have to say, to continue following, to have you be the go-to person for them. So storytelling, we think of it as our story, right? So a lot of times when people come to me and they want to know, how do I become a better storyteller? They just think about writing out their story, but it's not really about you. It really isn't about you. It is how can your story help connect to your audience's pain points and desires? How can your story bridge that connection with the challenges they're facing, with the aspirations that they have. So if you can incorporate those elements within storytelling, then you're going to resonate with your audience and really show them that you are someone who understands their needs. So for example, if you haven't downloaded my free ebook yet, it's a zero to six figure personal brand case study. It's my own. It's a four year case study and it's divided into seven chapters and you can get that. There's a link in the show notes, but each chapter does share a part of my story, but it's not just for the sake of sharing my story. Yes, I want my audience and my potential clients and my clients to get to know certain elements of me and how I've gotten to where I've gotten and why, but really the more important element is pulling out the lessons and the takeaways for female entrepreneurs from each of those chapters. So the what's in it for my audience. Yes, this is my story. Yes, I'm wanting to connect, but how can I pull from that in a way that's going to resonate with them? So storytelling is one thing. Effective communication, of course, we could go through an entire masterclass in effective communication. I was actually a communication major in college, go figure. But at the core, effective communication is about you being authentic and genuine. And that is what is going to prevent you from having that feeling or from other people of having the perception of you as being salesy or spammy. Your audience can definitely sense if you're being insincere or you're trying too hard to sell them something, you're coming from a really needy lack energy place. What I would recommend is rather than get into the zone where you feel like you have to prove something about this product or offer or service, be transparent about what that product, that service, that course can do and then what it also can't do. So you're going to set realistic expectations 
building trust with your audience. You're going to avoid disappointing potential customers or clients, and they're going to have more trust in you because you're not just saying this is the end all be all. There's nothing else that could even possibly be helpful to you aside from this product, but you do want to highlight the benefits, the effects, the results that this product or service can deliver, but then also what it can't do. And I think people really appreciate that sense of authenticity and genuineness in an online space that is sometimes anything but that. So briefly, if you have trust and credibility with your audience and you've established that through good communication, being open, genuine, authentic, by sharing your mea culpas and the ways that you've grown and your continuing to deliver value, you've got that trust and credibility. This is also going to enable you to create offers around those affiliate products or your own offers that are going to be absolutely irresistible. So this is going to go back to understanding what are the needs, the pain points and desires of your audience. So what is it that they are looking for? What problems do they have that they're actively trying to solve? If you can hone in on those things and tailor your offer to literally address those specific needs, then you're going to have an irresistible offer. It has to start with the needs and desires of your ideal client, of your ideal customer. So it's not what you think that they need, but it's what they truly desire. So you're going to, in your marketing of these irresistible offers, speak to the desires that someone has, not what you think they need, but in your marketing. You're going to give them what they need, but you're going to speak to what it is that they desire in your marketing. Another element of creating an, creating an irresistible offer is tying that offer to either health, wealth, or relationships. Yes, you can create offers that are related to other things, but in my opinion, in my experience, health, wealth, or relationships are what people will spend money on. You also want to make sure that when you have an offer, you are showing your audience what is the actual value. So what is someone going to get? What are they going to achieve? How are they going to change or improve as a result of taking advantage of your offer, whether that's an affiliate product, whether that's an opportunity, whether that's your coaching, what is it that they are going to get? We as humans are selfish. It's just the way that it is. And we want to know what's in it for us. So we have to, in our marketing, speak to our people. What is in it for them? And then obviously remembering those buying triggers as well when it comes to creating an irresistible offer to your audience, giving them a reason to make a move. So whether it's a limited time offer, whether there's something that you're throwing in that's a bonus, whether you're creating some FOMO, fear of missing out that really compels your audience to join in or act quickly. There's so many ways to do this, but adding in those buying triggers, urgency, scarcity, limited availability, and then also remembering, as we talked about before, to leverage that social proof that is always going to strengthen the appeal of whatever it is that you're offering more people are going to be way more likely to trust and take action when they see other people doing the same thing. So this can be testimonials. This can be case studies, reviews, testimonials, anything with a positive experience of what your affiliate or your own offer has provided. So I want to go back to overcoming the fear of sounding spammy or fake in the past. I remember 
feeling as if I was being spammy or fake. And guess what? I was. So if you have that feeling, you do want to evaluate, are you being spammy or fake? And the difficult part about this is if you're being told that these things work, or this is how you do it, or it's just a numbers game, or you know, not everyone's going to like you, in order to encourage you to do these things that for most people don't work, you might keep doing them because you're, I don't want to say you're being brainwashed, but you're definitely being told that this is just something that you have to feel the fear and do it anyway. But there's actually other ways that you do not have to be spammy or fake. It's natural to worry about coming across as being insincere or coming across as being pushy, especially when it comes to selling. However, you being authentic and you being genuine in your communication are what is going to take that away. So if you are coming at your sales, focusing on providing real true value to your audience. So your products, whether they're your own offers or affiliate products are something you truly feel would be a value to your audience. What you can do is concentrate on building relationships with people, understanding their needs and tailoring all of your content and your messaging to resonate with those things and also including reference to your product and having clear calls to action. And if someone sees the value because you've used storytelling, because you've connected with them, you've built up this trust and they can see themselves and the results that they want in their life from your marketing, then it's going to be a no brainer. You won't even have to sell. You shouldn't ever have to feel pushy if all along the way you're growing your audience, you're nurturing them with content that's clearly showing them the connection between what you and your offers have to give in relation to their desires and in relation to their pain points. And I know that it can be really difficult if you are someone who is creating your own offers or your offer is your coaching service. It can be scary to put that out there. That's a real fear that a lot of my clients have is putting out their own offers because it feels so much more personal when someone doesn't buy. You feel rejected on a personal level versus if you're selling affiliate products, you that's someone else's product, another company's product, another brand's product, and it's not a personal rejection or it doesn't feel that way, but it can definitely feel that way when it's your own. And so I've definitely felt that way myself. And one piece of advice that I have is when you feel like that, take a look at your offer and maybe there are, there likely are ways that you can improve. But then also remember that not everyone is at the place where they're ready to go in for coaching or they're ready to take your course or they're ready to take you up on your offer. They may need to have many, many, many more touches before they're ready. And so just remember to keep connecting with your audience, keep sharing relatable stories and experiences that are going to demonstrate your authenticity and authenticity of your brand and your ability to connect and recognize their needs. I was going to get into the art of persuasion a little bit more, but really most of the pieces that I have chatted with you about today really are elements of persuasion. So storytelling, that can be a super powerful tool when it comes to persuasion. Having your messaging that effectively communicates that you unique selling proposition of your offer. So what sets that apart from the competition? What convinces your customers that it's the best option for them? Establishing credibility and trust. That's a huge part of persuasion. And I know with marketing, a lot of people have this feeling towards marketing of, oh, it's manipulative. Persuasion should not 
be manipulative, but we have to combat our natural instinct as humans to a lot of us are skeptical when it comes to buying a product or a service, especially online nowadays, more and more of a crowded market. And so you being transparent, you being honest about what your offer can do, what it can't do, being vulnerable, being authentic, being open. This is a huge part of building trust with your audience, which is necessary to be persuasive. And then of course, in persuasion, it's not about what you say, but it's also how you say it. And so my best advice here would be to be yourself, inject who you are as a person, your personality into your writing, show up on video, whether that's on YouTube or whether that's on short form video or in your stories, be yourself, be authentic. And I know sometimes if you're just starting out and you're not used to being on camera and you're not used to writing and you haven't quite found your voice yet, I know that can be intimidating, but I can promise you that when you do find your voice and you feel like you are truly being yourself, you're truly saying the things that you want to say to your audience, based on your knowledge of their desires and their pain points and their needs and the things that you have to offer in response to that, you're going to feel so good about selling and you're going to feel excited about it. And that's going to come across as genuine. And that's hopefully going to help you with that fear of sounding spammy or fake because you won't feel spammy or fake. So to wrap it up, some of us have sold in ways in the past that didn't feel good, that didn't feel aligned, that were spammy, that were fake, that were disingenuous, or just plain old annoying. If you've been in that boat, so have I, so have hundreds of women that I've worked with, and guess what? You can redeem yourself from that. You can learn better sales skills. You can learn digital marketing and not have to rely on outdated, uncomfortable strategies like messaging or fake social touches or all of these things. The more you empower yourself to understand sales psychology and how to get someone to make a move towards something that you truly feel would be good for them, the less fear you're going to have around selling. And so I guess my whole point to you would be knowledge is power and that power creates confidence and that confidence is going to translate into creating trust with your audience. So keeping them and their needs and their pain points and desires at the forefront of your marketing and your selling is going to put you in a position of integrity with selling. And what's that saying about the best apology is changed behavior. And so over time, maybe someone's going to wait and see if you're going to make five other pivots or if you're going to hop into their DMs like you used to, but the best apology is changed behavior. So you just show up, continue delivering value for the people who need it and who want it. And hopefully those people will come around if what you are selling on line is meant for them. And if not, that's okay too. So whether you are selling affiliate products online or whether you are selling your own offers, such as memberships, courses, coaching, eBooks, things like that, I hope this has helped you to overcome some of those fears around selling by equipping you with some basic knowledge of sales and sales psychology. Before I sign off, I want to leave you with a little bit of a different take on a quote that you may have heard before. And that is that the secret to self-confidence
confidence isn't to stop caring what people think. It's to start caring more about what you think. So in relation to our discussion today, I think it is so important to really be self-reflective and to and to make your opinion of what it is that you're doing and how you're doing it when it comes to building your business and your marketing and your sales more important than anyone else's opinion. And I bet that if you do this and you're really aware that your marketing is aligned with your integrity and who you are as a person and your personality, you're going to care less about what other people think. So again, secret isn't just to stop caring about what other people are going to think about you, but it's to start caring more about what you think about what it is that you're doing and the pride that you have in what it is that you're selling and the way that you're selling it. So until next episode, cheers to your impact and thank you so much for your time and listening today. I really appreciate Appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. My goal is to help as many women in business online as possible to build strong, powerful, aligned, and profitable personal brands. The best way to show you appreciate this content is to screenshot and share on your social media or share with your team. Actually, even better would be to also leave a review for the podcast on whichever platform you're listening on. If you are looking for any additional support, you can always reach me via email at hello at elevatedwithashley.com. You can DM me on Instagram at Ashley R. Latimer or join us in the free Elevate Academy for brand building, maverick marketers, and mom entrepreneurs Facebook community. Can't wait to chat with you next week.